Today's podcast is sponsored by Youth Ministry Booster, an online youth ministry resource network that for $25 a month provides all the graphics, games, visuals, resources, and community support that you need to enhance your large group gatherings. Boost your youth ministry at www.youthministrybooster.com. Get everything you need to make your next teaching series great. Visit www.youthministrybooster.com and get boosted today. serving in ministry for 19 years. We hope this weekly dose of honesty and humor helps. Welcome to After 9, the most honest conversation in youth ministry. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 63 of After 9, where we try to have the most honest conversations about youth ministry. Picture this, it's midweek or Sunday night, and all the kids have gone home, even that one that's always late. And you finally are getting to walk to your car or hop on your bike and make the journey home. What are the questions you're asking yourself? Did I make a difference? Did I make an impact? Is this job worth doing? If you've asked those questions, then you've asked the after nine questions. And here on this podcast, we want to try to answer those and meet youth ministers where they are as they are about the kingdom work of making a difference in the life of young people. On this special episode, we've got a guest. Her name is Samantha Hanning. Chad and I had the privilege of meeting her at a youth ministry conference in Oklahoma last fall, and we wanted her to come share her wisdom, her insight, and her resources. Samantha is an author with gifts to share with you, so make sure to check out the show notes at youthministrybooster.com slash after963. Hang around for after the break. I've got a special deal for you. Save a little money. Thanks for being a listener to After 9, and also we'll get you all the information to fill in any gaps. Enjoy episode 63 of After 9 with Samantha Hanny. Hey everybody, welcome to After 9 with a very special guest. Samantha Hanny is here with <laughs> yes. us today uh, to talk all about all things youth ministry, girls ministry, riding, leading, and volunteering in a healthy ministry, but also finding unique and fresh ways to minister as well. So say hello to our community of listeners, Samantha. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Sam, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Okay, so it's Samantha Hanny, and you yes. told me this before, <laughs> Hanny like a fanny, fanny pack. pack, love yes. it, okay. <laughs> I'm sure that if you later wanted to have some kind of like designer thing on your website, you should first start or lead with Hanny Packs, and oh, it should be, love yeah, it. <laughs> like some kind of like accessory to carry all of your, your goods and writings and whatnots, and so uh, Samantha is a friend of After 9 that we got to meet at conference going season last year and we chad and i were just taken with how how kind you are and how genuine you are and then also that you're creating amazing resources for youth ministers while volunteering serving in a youth ministry and i just feel like that is like that's kind of the dream scenario for a lot of people like (laughs) a, a lot of us wish we had volunteers that did a little more and you were like leading and doing and providing and creating ministry content for young ladies for for ministries and then serving in the local church as well. So maybe we just share a little bit kind of like like who you are and what you're working on in that way, but we'd love to hear more, I think. Sure. Um, so I'm based here out of Oklahoma City, and I've been involved in 
in youth ministry kind of in different capacities uh, for definitely the last uh, seven years. Uh, so I started actually in children's ministry in college. And then okay. when my husband and I got married and we, I changed, you know, started going to his church, which is now my church, uh, I had a strong, like, I have a heart for teaching. So then that kind of naturally transitioned into teaching Sunday school. And I've done like sponsoring at Falls Creek and led small groups. And my husband and I are actually leading a small group right now in our home, like walking kids uh, through uh, just getting more familiar with their Bible and connecting the whole story together from Genesis to Revelation. And uh, so, But then I also used to uh, teach dance. And so I just, okay. I had that teacher's heart and getting yeah. to see kids grow up over the years and walk through those different seasons of life and then getting to transition those, those teaching skills into church just kind of was a natural flow. And uh, so then when I transitioned away from teaching dance, I started pursuing writing full time. And that is where I just kind of uh, began developing these materials. And I've got a couple of books out and just learning, learning all about that right now in this season. Very cool. So obviously a history, a pedigree and teaching and leading and, and loving young people. Yes. Like maybe what got you sold on youth ministry? Like, I feel like it's one of those things. This is a story like like this is like the backstory everybody always feels really connected to. And like we're all doing this thing in some form or fashion. Right. But like what got you hooked into youth ministry? I just love that age. It's so crucial. And I remember what it was like, you know, to be that age. And it is just like this this proving ground of building your faith and then getting ready to launch. But in the in the meantime, like that is such a crucial age for making your faith your own. You know, getting into God's word and to turn around to the generation that's coming up behind me and be that encouragement to them. Like, so a lot of other people were for me. I love being able to give back in that way. And that just kind of completes the circle for me, I guess. So being a youth ministry, serving in youth ministry, we love that you are a dedicated and, and committed volunteer. Um, so you probably have had lots of really good cool moments like i think it's one of the things that like you keep volunteering because you have cool moments yes but maybe would you share is, is it like a favorite youth ministry moment is it like a time like a small group or a setting or an event or a phone call that was like you could pick one like this is the reason you do it i think it, instead of like picking one moment it's like a theme that always okay. stands out to me um it's it's that like seeing those kids go through the process of maturing their faith like one that stands out to me is I remember having this middle girl stay at our house for for a disciple now weekend and she was so quiet and shy like she hardly talked the whole weekend and but I've gotten to watch her now you know she's still in our ministry like grow up into this amazing high schooler who actually she has a lot of wisdom whenever she opens her mouth I'm just like that's cool Uh, I want to be like you when I grow up and um just to see that process and to see the love and respect she has from her friends, like that's really cool to get to be a part of that process. And it didn't yeah. happen overnight, but um, just seeing that process in a lot of other students is very inspiring. Okay. Well, that's a great moment. And it's obviously like part of the reason that, you know, youth ministry is kind of this unique thing yes. is that we're always hoping for this payoff of like young people as they're growing up would maybe be formed or transformed in the right kind of way. But they're also young people. And they also uh, sometimes are misformed or misinformed or really oh, yes. ways to tear at us sometimes intentionally or unintentionally. So was there ever like a time or a season or a night where you were just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'd rather yeah. just 
teach dance or do something else. <laughs> yes. Uh, it actually, I think it happened about this time last year. And okay. uh, I, at the time, I'm leading small group on Wednesday nights, and I had a co-leader with me as well. And so these are um, ninth and 10th grade girls. Okay. And there was one girl in particular that she was, she was going through a lot of stuff at home, just very heavy, heavy stuff, uh, nothing to make light of at all. Uh, just a lot of things, but she was just pouring out her heart. But I felt, I felt so ill equipped. And so not only did I feel ill equipped to like help her cause I'd want to fix everything, but sure. then I was just also burdened over how the enemy was wreaking havoc in her life. And so I went, like, I went home and cried and my, you know, my husband was like, what, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. Yes. Cause I was just like, I, you know, is it, is it even worth it? Is it making a difference? Just like seeing what she was up against, you know, not, you know, at home, at school. And she has since now moved kind of out of that season, but we're, you know, being in that season with her, it was very, it was not encouraging because I didn't see how it was going to get better for her. And that's, and that's such a big difference in youth ministry i think that some other ministries is the way that the burden of those that we minister to um just lingers with us like i don't know there just seems to be something really special about youth ministry um that, that their burdens become your burden that's powerful but again like that hope of you know it was a season and maybe there's things right. that can and will change okay so involved in ministry um uh, teaching leading yes. writing um Maybe on one of those Wednesdays uh, after small group, like what what are some of the questions you like you go home with? We talk about this a lot on the podcast. It's kind of our afternoon mm-hmm. questions that like after all the ministry is done for the day, after the programming is over and we all go home, like what are the questions you carry with you asking and about related to like youth ministry and like success and those kind of things? A couple of things come to mind and kind of going off of the previous story, you know, I always wonder, like, are they listening? Like, is it making, yeah. you know, is it making an impact? Because a lot of times their life choices, <laughs> does it seem like they're listening? Um, it seems like they're completely taking what you say and, you know, turning it around. Uh, so that's one thing that I always, that I do struggle with. But then uh, to always turn the emphasis back on them and, you know, not about me and like realize what it was to be that age and just wanting someone to understand where I was and, you know, not just wanting to hear a leader just talk and, you know, hear themselves talk and all that kind of thing. So I always try to like remind myself or ask, how can I better be listening to them and like be putting myself in their shoes so I can better minister and encourage to them, like and encourage them. Great. Do you have any particular like like wisdom or help that you would give someone that was really struggling with that question of like, how do I listen better? Is there anything that you found as like a reminder to yourself or a way of being in a small group that helps us like listen in more uh, attentively or better to the students? Uh, just like continue to ask those questions and like really give them the time to to think it out and work it out. I've, I've been in groups where it's like crickets when you ask questions and yeah. then uh ones where you they just like chase so many rabbit trails you're like where am i even in this what even happened tonight? Yeah. right yeah so it's like let's just we're just done uh so i just like just tell myself to continue to to ask those questions and to not be afraid um because i i can be kind of reserved sometimes and i don't want like i don't want to pry and there's some things like I think you do need to be sensitive about in approaching their life. But I think I'm God is like teaching me uh, to approach that with more confidence because they do need someone to ask them those tough questions. And for some personalities, that's not a challenge. Uh, but for me, it sometimes is. 
And uh, I've seen, I've seen growth, not only in in me, but then also in them when we can press through to ask those, those tougher questions more than just kind of those surface weekly check-in questions, I guess. Sure. Sure. So, so maybe, maybe having, having the, the boldness to know that like, even though this might generate some silence or chase some rabbit trails to kind of press in on some of those areas that need to be pressed in on. Yeah. Um, because if you don't ask, someone may not ask kind of thing. <laughs> right. Or it may be then the wrong voice speaking into that area that will then okay. do more damage. And so that's why it's, you got to, you got to take that step. Okay. <clears throat> do you, do you feel like that's something that, um, is there like a certain like, habit or practice in small group where you always kind of ask that or do you kind of feel it out as the group unfolds you kind, of with the girls? kind of feeling it out as the group unfolds and you know I've definitely uh depending on the time of the year if they've got a lot of tests sometimes they just like all of these burdens and struggles pour out of them and then other times they're like we're not talking sorry okay. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of just feel it out as as each as each week comes along do you feel like there's a certain kind of seasonality to that sometimes in yes. small groups where they're like yeah. just like knowingly admittedly confessedly hey this week we don't have much to say like how how do you kind of wrestle with that like like some weeks you just know there's not going to be a lot and then how do you pray for the weeks that there's going to be a breakthrough (laughs) yeah um i think that i i do try to be sensitive to to the spirit like you know the holy spirit leading in that and that maybe um we just need to spend some time praying um maybe like break have them pray for each other as a way that that's like a little less pressure on them that they can just maybe talk it out with one of their friends and that helps sometimes. Um, and I'm I'm kind of trying to think through what else, um, or have them like give them something to write out, you know, have like give them a question that they need to write it out on a card. So sometimes just giving them a specific activity or a specific question to work through or to ask each other that can kind of break it up. And so they have less pressure on themselves. Okay. That's great. That's great help. Okay. So wise, thoughtful. Thank you, Samantha. Excellent, <laughs> excellent reflections for that. Um, what is something though, maybe if you could have a time machine and go back a few years to talk to first year involved in youth ministry, Samantha, what what is something that you would impart to her as, as a wise insight of a way to be or something to worry about or not worry about? Uh, so one thing that comes to mind, I guess, is we can kind of be in our bubbles and think that everyone is like us and think that everyone is going to respond to life's challenges or changes in the same way that we did. Uh, But that is totally not the case. And definitely depending on wherever your church is and the demographic of the youth that's in your church, that can very much not be the case. And so I think I would go back and tell myself, just be prepared that, you know, there's going to be kids coming with a wide variety of experiences, much different than what you had, and just be prepared to to be creative and how you reach out to them, and to not be frustrated also when they re, you know respond differently. So that's definitely one thing that comes to mind. That's really good. Is is there an example of that that you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit of maybe something that you thought like, well, this is probably how they're going to respond or receive something, and you were just totally surprised by how they actually did. Um. Well, kind of the the girl that I was telling the story about, uh, just talking about how her how her friends had been treating her at school, and it's like we always encourage them with you know be a light to your friends and all this kind yeah. of you know all those things like very common phrases and it's all good and right, uh, but just hearing you know it was just a season of, of 
really intense bullying, I guess, at her school. And I just was not prepared for just the intenseness, I guess. And these yeah. kids can be really cruel. Um, but I was blessed with an awesome group of friends growing up. And so that like, that was kind of hard to connect to. I wanted to make it better for her. And I was, you know, saying all these things. And so was my co-leader, but it's like, I, I can't necessarily connect to that experience like you are right now. Right. I've had, I've having friends that actually maybe don't want the best for you or, or yes. re- receive you at least with like some, some level of friendship. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, uh, that's, that's a, that's a hard lesson to learn. Right. Cause I guess one of those, I mean, I think for, for anybody involved in youth ministry, we, we want to teach and impart and share. Um, but there is a certain level of, um, we don't always know the full story for our, our students and some of the right. things that we think are, you know, the most important, I mean, this is the classic youth pastor that wants everybody to know um, and memorize these scriptures, but really all the student wants is a hug, right? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, it's Very one of those, true. like, you, you need to be, you need to be so like, you know, rigid and having like, a personal devotion time every morning and study your Bible. And they really, they were just looking for someone to tell them that they were, you know, nice and they had yeah, things so they're to special offer. And, yeah. They're special. Yeah. Like they just, they just needed like, like human connection before you started like piling like your dogma and your teaching on top of like yes. everything else that's heavy in their life. So, okay. okay. That's good. That's good. Thank you, friend. Um, so that all has been immensely helpful and thoughtful, but if we were going to, because youth ministry folks, volunteer, pastor, otherwise love practical goodies, what is one practical tip, application, or process that is making your time, your involvement, your activity in youth ministry better, easier, more organized? Like, give us a takeaway. Tell us to download something. Help us out. <laughs> all, all right. Well, uh, that's, I love that question. Uh, so a thought process that I've I've tried to implement, I guess, for myself since this summer, because um, we you know, went to Falls Creek, and we usually go uh, towards the end of the summer, I guess. And we just kind of had a tough first few days of, uh, just like with some, just some respect issues between the students and the sponsors. And it was, I mean, we were not having necessarily life giving conversations. We were just like, can we just stay on the, you know, let's, let's follow some of these basic rules so we can all have a good time. Like we weren't getting to break through to that fun, me teaching, connecting stuff yet. And that was frustrating. And our youth pastor was just like, sometimes we just have to clear we have to do some work that does clear the path for that teaching and to still accept that as like, that's necessary and that's helpful. So like to take some pressure off of myself, I guess, of you don't get to have those life giving conversations, those huge breakthroughs every time, but it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. And so just to like, that's what I've had to kind of change in my thinking of even when you have to do like those it's like, I guess, pulling the weeds or tilling the ground or something to yeah, use, yeah, yeah. To okay, use like a, okay. a farming <laughs> example. You know, it's it's really fun to go through and, you know, pick pick the fruit or whatever, but that right. only happens at certain seasons. Yeah. And uh, so that's like, that's actually the thing that really inspires me about youth ministry, that whole process and seeing God work in their lives. It's also the thing that can be very frustrating yeah. uh, because we are such a, an instant society uh, and that's a struggle for kids and adults, I think. And so we want, you know, just like we want those next episodes playing on Netflix, we right, want to see, right, right. we want to see those breakthroughs coming one right after another in a student's life. And that just doesn't happen. It's not how it's supposed to happen. That's good. No, it's, it's true. If, if you were, 
uh, if you were hoping that youth ministry was going to be this instantly gratifying kind of like involvement ministry profession, uh, you, you've picked the wrong one. Yes, keep looking. <laughs> not, yeah, keep not, looking. Yeah, right. <laughs> there is there is no uh, there is no easy gifts or free turnarounds when you're doing the hard work of youth ministry. Friend, that's great. That's really good. And thank you for um, guiding us in those ways and thinking about those things. Um, if you wanted to share just a little bit, so I know that a lot of our folks are going to want to connect with you and learn more about you. I know you got things online people can read and find yes. and download. So h- how do they do that? Where do they go? What, what all is available? Well, I guess the starting point, um, I have my website and it's mrshanny.com. Uh, so I've got, oh, I usually update it about once a week and I try and kind of be series based. So right now I'm actually doing a series on memorizing scripture and making that more a part of your, your daily, of your daily routine. And I've got some PDFs that are free downloads. Um, I have also, uh, as you kind of click through the tabs on my site, I've got a couple of books out right now and, um, you have an opportunity to download, um, some, some samples, some free samples of both of those cool. books. So website's a great place to start off. Um, I'm on Instagram and Snapchat and all that good stuff. I have an author page on Facebook. It's just under Samantha Haney. And so all, everything's kind of linked uh-huh, on all the different all platforms. Together. So if you find one, you'll find, you'll find the next one and the next one. <laughs> Yay, internet, right? Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, it's a beautiful you just, thing. You just got to land somewhere and it all links together. Well, thank yeah. you so much. We'll make sure to include all those in the show notes for folks that want to learn more about you, read some of your writings, uh, downloading free PDFs. That, that's, a, that's a hobby of mine is just to get some samples and read yes. a little more, learn a little more. I know that for a lot of our folks, uh, February is a month when they're thinking about relationships and guys and yes. girls ministry kind of questions, uh, and that one of your books is keenly uh, geared for that and is an excellent pickup. And I will go ahead and attest that I've downloaded the free sample and I enjoyed it very much. And we'll awesome. Order. <laughs> so if you all are interested in learning more about Samantha and her writings and her works or just connecting on social media because that's a media that's social and you can connect on and check out those things. Uh, but Samantha, thank you so much for sharing today. Uh, we really appreciate the work that you're doing and the ways in which you are supporting youth ministers uh, in the local church and then uh, around because of the beauties of the internet. So oh, thank you. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. It's been awesome. There you go. Episode 63 with Samantha Haney. Thank you for the reminder about the importance of small groups, small group leaders, and that sometimes the hard work of ministry is clearing the weeds to make way for the change that God will make. Thanks, Mrs. Haney. Make sure to check out youthministrybooster.com slash after 963 to get the show notes, to find ways to connect with Mrs. Haney, and to get all those amazing free resources. But even more so, thanks for being an After 9 listener, and we want to save you a little money today. If you're over at youthministrybooster.com, you can download any booster pack for $9 cheaper by simply entering the code AFTER9 at time of purchase. Save yourself 9 bucks, get a month worth of resources for even cheaper than you would normally get it, and enjoy. Thank you for listening, and thanks for being a part of the After 9 community. We'll see you back next week. Thanks for listening to After 9. To continue the conversation, find us on Twitter or Facebook at After 9 Ministry or visit www.afternineministry.com to subscribe and learn more.